This is the Defender Radio News Brief. I'm Michael Howie, and this is Defender Radio, the podcast for wildlife advocates and animal lovers. This News Brief edition of Episode 527 is brought to you by the Defender Radio Patreon. Support the show and keep new episodes coming with as little as $1 per month at patreon.com slash defenderradio. A full version of the following interview will be released later this week at thefurbears.com, the iTunes Store, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. A hint of anger or disgust can be heard when conversation turns to wolves and coyotes in some communities, particularly those where managing livestock pays the bills. A long-held belief in many regions of the world, including many parts of Canada, is that eliminating these predators will protect livestock. Though numerous studies show that bounties or culls are ineffective at this, the practice remains in place. Dr. Gilbert Pru of Alpha Wildlife Management, along with Sadie Parr of Wolf Awareness Incorporated, wanted to test some of the beliefs surrounding cattle and wild canids. In their paper, Is Livestock an Important Food Resource for Coyotes and Wolves in Central Eastern Alberta Counties with Predator Control Bounties? The duo tested three hypotheses based on assertions that support bounties. The results showed, simply, that cattle isn't an important food resource, and that a bounty made no difference in the amount of cattle consumed by coyotes and wolves. The result also led to the recommendation that the bounties be discontinued. With communities spending tens of thousands of dollars from limited budgets on ineffective bounties, individual animals being killed regularly, and ecosystems being irreparably damaged, this science is more important than ever. Dr. Gilbert Pru joined Defender Radio to discuss the science behind the research, some of the factors that led to the belief that predators are killing livestock, and what's necessary to move forward from this outdated model of management. We're frequently told that management in these models is science-based, and advocates need to remove emotion. But Dr. Pru knows that the science isn't always driving the decision-making. Control, or let's say the killing of the wolves and the coyotes uh, still goes on and uh, it just shows that scientific evidence is not always the only marble that is being used here by uh, politicians to make their decisions. There is a lot of lobbyists and a lot of uh, personal agendas coming into the picture. The terminology in the paper regarding coyotes and wolves that consumed livestock is very specific never indicating that the predators actually killed what they consumed. Dr. Pru explains that this is quite intentional. It's really important that people recognize that if they see a coyote or a wolf feeding on a dead animal in the field, this does not imply that that coyote or the wolf killed this animal. We, we have encountered uh, people that, uh, in other counties where they were adamant that the coyote had killed a cow, which is uh, quite a, a big work uh, to do for a, a coyote alone, you know. We, we, uh, he says, I know I drove into the field, I saw the coyote on the, on the animal. Well, that animal probably died of other causes, and the coyote took advantage of a free lunch on the way, you know. And a lot of uh, coyotes and wolves won't even come close to that because they know better. So people have to do a distinction between predation and feeding. It's two different things, yeah. We know the bounties don't work, and we know science has better solutions. What is keeping government agencies from making significant change? This is the $1 million question because... 
I have met with people from the government. Uh, we have met with people from the municipal counties. We have met field men from those counties or others that were against bounties, and yet the bounties are still going on. So the bottom line truly is coyotes and wolves do not vote and farmers do. You can read the full paper at researchgate.net. It's also linked in this week's show notes. That's it for now, folks. Remember that the in-depth interview will be released later this week, so subscribe on iTunes or your preferred podcast app to get notifications of new episodes. You can also sign up to receive email updates at thefurbears.com updates. Until next time, I'm Michael Howie for Defender Radio, reminding you to stay informed and stay strong.